dating is truly about your connection and your dynamic with that person. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why sometimes you see a couple and you're like, oh, I don't really, I wouldn't really put the two of them together. But they might have a lot in common. Exactly. And Mm -hmm. their dynamic together is magical. Right. And like as a third party looking from the outside in, you're like, that doesn't really make sense. But like, you don't know what they're like behind closed doors together. Mm-hmm. And so like, don't be so caught up in leagues, be more caught up in like finding somebody who fits really well with you and who you yeah. have an amazing connection with. Right. At First Rounds on Me, we believe that one real date is better than 100 pen pals. With our mobile dating app, we make it fun and easy for you to meet someone in person for a real date. See someone you're interested in? We help plan your date. Pick a drink, a time, a venue, and send that person a date invite. It's that simple. Welcome back to Crowdsourcing Love. I'm your host, Marin, and today I have my co-founder of Mar Dating Club, Cassandra Camacho, here with me. Hi, Cassandra. Hi, Hi Marin. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming back. You're, <laughs> you're a regular at this point. So Cassandra is pregnant, and she just moved to Connecticut. So she's basically living the American dream. How is it going? I am 25 weeks pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's been good. Um, it's been easy. Okay. Uh, You're but like insanely chill as a pregnant woman, which is cool. Maybe in front of you. I don't think okay. my husband would say the <laughs> same yeah. thing. Um, sleeping is definitely very hard, I would say, and it just gets it just gets harder. Okay. Um, and just a few things that it's like annoying mm-hmm. but I mean it is what it is and like I just I'm glad that I don't have to stop doing things because like I know that like high risk pregnancies and all of those things and it's like I am very grateful that I'm not in that position and so yeah yeah healthy. So, <laughs> that's amazing and at Mar Dating Club she's like going to networking events mm-hmm. she's act like we're all drinking at these events and she's just <laughs> like having her little soda water so yeah. you're still able to hang someone asked we want to know everything about your love life. Are you in a relationship? And it's a little controversial because I'm exclusively seeing somebody. Mm-hmm. I know in the past I said you shouldn't exclusively see someone. You should either Did he be... ask you, do you want to be exclusive? Yes. Okay. So mm-hmm. he asked me like three weeks into seeing each other. Mm-hmm. And the reason being was he was going away mm-hmm. um, for business for three weeks and I think he wanted to give me the reassurance, like, I take you really seriously. I'm not seeing anyone else. I hope you're not seeing anyone else either. Mm-hmm. And so typically I would say, like, don't be exclusive. But now I'm kind of, like, changing my mind. <laughs> I think I think yeah, yes and no. I okay. love saying that. I know. Um, because I think that at Mar, we're always, like, trying to set boundaries, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, what does exclusivity mean? And... Like, I think that in your case, it kind of makes sense just because you guys were dating for such a short time. Mm-hmm. And it's like if he asked you, it was just to give you reassurance that he wasn't going to and he was away. So mm-hmm. um, just to give you reassurance of like, I'm here and like you're here and like we're together. But it's like it's a little too soon to put a label on mm-hmm. it. Uh, but yeah, I think I think it makes sense in this um situation Situation. but I think that overall um and like the way that it's like it's seen is like these guys asking girls to be exclusive for like six months right or like a year and Mm -hmm. it's like what does that even mean right so it's like 
you guys are still early days mm -hmm. so it's it, been a little over a month now yeah yeah it's been a little bit over a month so it's like okay now when he comes back it's gonna like what's next right but that's another conversation yeah but i think that it helps like maybe early days even like i would say like one or two weeks in it could be a, actually a green flag that it's like i'm actually not seeing everyone anyone else like would love to be like exclusive like just the two of us to see like figure it out and there has to be another step which is like boyfriend and girlfriend right but it's yeah. like but it's like a little mini it. step yeah along the way and what i'm realizing is that a romantic relationship it's not like you just wait till a month till you hit a milestone and you start talking about something it's like you should be having little micro conversations along the way mm -hmm. and honestly since I the moment we like started seeing each other I wasn't seeing anyone else but it wasn't because I was like I'm committed to him I just didn't really have the desire to see anyone else mm -hmm. and I've been on the opposite extreme where I've been seeing like five guys all at the same time trying to juggle mm -hmm. and that was too much for me and I, I'm not saying people should like be on one spectrum or the other I think there's like a happy medium yeah. but with him since the moment we started dating I didn't really have the urge to date anyone else and that, I think that's okay and I think I think that's perfect and i think that it goes back again it goes back to like our rules that it's like date from one to like up to three the most yeah the more rules for yeah dating. yeah and it's like i think that one is fine because you don't want to date anyone else mm -hmm. you know but if, if it's like you're not sure and maybe you met someone and it's like oh my god like he's also great so let's mm -hmm. let's give it a try you know yeah i think in those situations it makes sense it's not about hitting a quota it's about yes like how you're feeling and how these people are making you feel mm -hmm. and and yeah and see what happens with both of them yeah and or so, just one person and so with him <laughs> it's like I don't feel like even if he and I did not work out I wouldn't be like oh my god I wasted so much time because I'm still doing other things I'm investing in myself I'm yeah. building a business I'm very very busy again I think it depends on the situation and I think I, the bat thing is that a lot of guys take advantage of that exclusivity so they don't have to come right Right. And I think that when that happens, just run. Totally. Run you. away. Mm -hmm. We are launching. We're officially launching our 28-day dating reset journal. Here it is. <laughs> Woo! I love it. Um. So this is honestly something I used while I started dating the guy mm -hmm. I'm seeing now because I wanted to be, like, super intentional and reflect upon our relationship because I'm 32. Like, I'm dating for something real Mm -hmm. People will sometimes get upset with me when I say when I say I'm dating for marriage, but I do want marriage and a family. And so mm -hmm. this journal has really I've been using the prototype, but it's really helped me kind of like slow down and understand, like, am I physically attracted to them? Am I intellectually attracted to them? Do we have aligned values? Do we have aligned goals? And it's also grounded me because I'm an anxious dater. And so being able to kind of write mm -hmm. things out and collect the data has been so helpful mm -hmm. because it kind of slows down the process and yeah. it helps me not to future trip either or be like too attached to the outcome. Yeah. Um, because truly dating is one date at a time. In early days, you only want to make sure that like the date that you're on is just to see if you want to go on another one. Mm -hmm. It's not to say like, do I want to marry them? How could you know? You need more data. Yeah, you know? totally. And, and that's also... Do you want to hold what it? What that's for. Yeah. <laughs> this is our first Mar product. I know. Which is so, so cool. Excited. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and that's mainly why we wanted to put this. Like, there's nothing like this in the market right now. Nothing no. where 
like we hear all these people always talking about like their lists and mm-hmm. like I have a list of the guys that I'm going out with and even like I have my list of the guys that I'm sleeping with or like I like don't know the like, roster like, yeah the yeah. roster and all these things and I think that this like this put it puts it all together on top of like how am I how are these guys truly making me feel mm-hmm. um and it's helpful because I think that sometimes it's harder to let go when you don't see the data you know yeah. and I think like if you put if you put a page that involves like one this specific guy that has treated you so bad yeah and it's like you have this page to go back to it's like okay these are the facts yeah you know like I can't stop lying to myself totally and same thing with a guy that treats you so well but there's maybe something missing and it's like okay Maybe that little thing is missing, but let's review all the things that make me feel so good when I'm with him and right. the future that we could have together. And, and he's consistent. When it comes to your top priorities, it's like you should be filtering everyone through that. You should be filtering through your non-negotiables and setting your standards. And this journal really walks you know, you through this. And so just to cover some of the other things that we talk about, we also kind of have like a, a bunch of sections that are like how-to's what topics to talk about on a first date. Like, for example, a lot of our clients are really successful business-minded people, Mm -hmm. but the first date really is not the time and place to go deep into business. You know, this is romance. So we talk about all those different pieces of the puzzle, dating topics, what to do if they ghost you, how to end it, building your confidence, understanding your top priorities like we've talked about already. Mm -hmm. So we definitely recommend this journal. Yeah, it's not it's not only like filling it up and um like writing down stuff like it also includes a lot of information. Right. Um about best practices and like mm-hmm. everything you mentioned is like it's like you're not only reviewing your own dating life you're also learning at the same time yeah for sure and then my favorite part is the daily dating log and we also have dating mantras in here but the daily dating log literally this is a prototype by the by the way but it makes you like I said it makes you rate your chemistry so but your chemistry could be physical emotional intellectual or sexual and then it also like goes through the green flags the red flags you know and it helps you have the mindset of intentional dating because Mm -hmm. if you are intentional dating you should honestly be going on a date per week minimally you should be putting in the effort to meet people out in the wild as well as via the dating apps as well as through your network and so this is going to walk you through how to do that and and, and strategically do it because some people are like oh yeah just like go to events and it's like okay but what events are you going to and what are you going to do at those events who right. do you want to meet I think that, are you going to talk to people yeah I think that a, a lot of times um people again the expectation part <laughs> I think that a lot of times we don't even know what we want mm-hmm. and it's like or we want too many things that it's like what are actually important mm-hmm. um, or we're too open. Also, we have clients, so we're matchmakers, of course, and we also do dating consulting and coaching. Um, and the nice thing about this is we, we're constantly collecting data of trends that's going on in the dating market mm-hmm. within ma- different major cities. Um, and we've noticed that some people are dating so much like we're like they're so marriage minded they're going on like five dates per week and they don't take the moments to kind of step back and reflect like how does my body feel with this person Mm -hmm. like do we align in the ways that we've already talked about and they're just kind of like burning through people Mm -hmm. and I think that's a mistake and then we also have clients where they're a little bit 
they overthink things and they're so in their head that they don't take action mm-hmm. and they're not actually going out there and experiencing life. And so we see both sides of the table and I think you have to try to find a happy medium. Mm-hmm. And I really, I really think this journal will help you. Also with this journal, we have an online course and people have been loving it. The course, which goes really, the course is about like what to do. Yeah. Just in general, like yep. a reset, like, you know what? I am 32 mm-hmm. and I have no idea where to start. Like, where do I meet people? What do I do if if I meet someone? Like, mm-hmm. how often should I be dating? Like, how often, these... how often should I see them? Do I even like them? Yeah. It's like yeah. it's like when you are starting and you hire a um, personal trainer at the gym. Yeah. They're going to tell you literally how to start. You go to a nutritionist. You do this. That's what that's what the course is about. And we get into the superficial, too. Like, yeah. what to wear, how right. to appear. Because, like it or not, appearance is a part of dating, too. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of things that a lot of people don't think about Mm -hmm. and it's like oh yeah it's like you know what to do no No. (laughs) you don't yeah you know and it's so it's it's so um what's the word like I don't know like you would you would think that everyone knows it but you think you think it's intuitive but intuitive it's not and again like because we talked to very eligible men and women all day every day we see like different mistakes that people are making and we've combined all of the best experts out there and created our own course mm-hmm. so that like we're like five steps ahead of you. Yeah. And now you can just kind of plug and play and use the info that we've provided to, yeah. you know, maximize your time because time is like the most valuable resource. Mm-hmm. So kind of going into time being the most valuable resource, our main bread and butter with Mar Dating is our matchmaking. Mm-hmm. Um, people have a lot of questions. We are both matchmaking together at Mar. Cassandra is the head matchmaker. Um, so kind of going into this, who is our typical client base? Um, I would say high achieving professionals. Yeah. Um, I mean, we work in different sectors, but I think that the mainly here in New York, it's a little bit of like mm-hmm. a lot of finance. Uh, a lot of people that work in private equity, um, family offices, banking, mm-hmm. um, tech, startups, tech, startups, founders. entrepreneurs. Yeah. Um, we like investors. Um, We've worked with a few doctors as well. We work with yeah. a few doctors as well. Um, but I think that the main thing is like they're high achieving, really mm-hmm. busy people. Yeah. Um, and to be honest, a lot of these clients are looking for similar uh, backgrounds and similar um kind of, what's the word people want so like what we've also found is like people who are very intellectual and high achieving they typically want other people who, who are also intellectual yes, and high achieving exactly um they're i mean everyone's open to different things and of everything course. but i think that a lot of our clients are like i do want someone who i can have a conversation about mm-hmm. uh food you know, or traveling yep. or someone who can like travel the world with me or documentaries yep. or whatever topics that you're mutually interested in. And we joke a lot at Mar because we also do a lot of dating app reviews and we talk about how to build the best dating app in both our course and journal. 
But what I've seen a lot is that a lot of people want to show that they don't take themselves that seriously, that is which drives me insane. Thing. It's like you should take yourself seriously. What are you talking about? You're the, in your 30s. But that's the thing. A lot of guys put that in their prompts. Right. They want someone who doesn't yeah, take themselves too yeah, seriously. Don't take, yeah, yeah, the girl who doesn't take themselves too seriously. But at the in reality, I mean... You have to be serious, you mm-hmm. know? You have to be serious in a way. It's, like, about the important stuff, take it seriously. And about the non-important stuff, don't take it seriously, you know? Right. Down to earth. And, but, like, that's the thing. Like, you have to be down to earth, you know? Um, yeah. And most of the people that we work with are. And so that's not something that we encounter. But it's, like, they think that <laughs> people want someone who doesn't take themselves so seriously. Yep. And they put a wrong image of them they, out there. Yeah, they put an image out there that like shows that they're one way when in reality there's something that's that's way deeper and more multidimensional. Yeah. And it's like you're almost like selling yourself short. And so I definitely like when these things happen, like first of all, like if you're a woman in your 30s, I definitely don't think you should have a full bikini shot of yourself right. on a dating app profile. That really is sending the message of like, I want to hook up. If you're a woman in your 30s or a man in your 30s and you're, you have pictures of you at the club, but you don't like to club, why, <laughs> why do you have that on your dating app profile? Yeah. That doesn't make sense. Or even like too funny. I think that a lot of times like we see a lot of pictures of like like people making faces and like okay. showing themselves being like quirky and it's like I don't think you need that. Like once you guys meet, then show your personality. Yeah, you they'll they'll know yeah. who you are. And also show your personality through your prompts. That's where I talk mm-hmm. about the unique pairings. That's where I talk about like what makes you light up light up when you talk about it. What are you passionate about? What would people not expect you to be super into but you're into? Mm-hmm. The specific is truly the universal. So by shining your light and being like this is what I'm into, like, that's going to attract the guy. That's what's going to make you stand out from the the crowd. Remember that story we just heard about this girl who found her partner? So they met through Hinch, and, um, but she says, like, I don't want that to define how we met because mm-hmm. apparently right before they met, she was doing a lot of manifestation, mm-hmm. and she was doing all these things to, like, put herself in a really good mindset of like I am going to find my person and I deserve everything and I I am changing my life and she was like taking very very seriously and not in a way that it was like oh well whoever comes around maybe whatever she was like no I'm gonna find my person and I'm gonna like I'm gonna be happy and they're gonna be everything I've ever Mm -hmm. wanted Mm -hmm. she literally goes into Hinge her first date it's this amazing guy and they're not in a relationship. Yeah. And this was not long ago. So it's like the apps are still working. <laughs> yeah. Right? And so she's like, I think that my love story cannot be determined by Hinch. It's determined by who I was at that moment. Right. So she's like, I did everything that I could to manifest. And, and be to prepared. Put myself and be prepared mm-hmm. and to put myself in the right mindset and be ready for that person to arrive into my life. Mm. And that's what I did. And that person arrived. So, and like, that's half the battle because so many people are like, where do I find people? Mm-hmm. And it's like, 
okay, we can we can direct you to finding people, whether it's, you know, through your network, whether it's out in public, whether it's on the dating apps, but are you going to be ready for when they arrive? Mm -hmm. Have you done the work on yourself? Yeah. And are you also able to spot a good one? Yeah. Because I think a lot of people let the good ones slip through their fingers mm -hmm. because in their mind, they had a picture of something and maybe they didn't quite align with that perfect picture. Yeah. That's what I like about our matchmaking sometimes. I think that after, let's say they meet their first match, mm -hmm. right? And it's everything they asked us for. Mm -hmm. And they realize that. And then they're like, you know what? Now I realize that that's not what I wanted. Mm -hmm. And it helps us. The feedback helps us for us to, okay, now. Refine for the, the search. Refine the search. And mm -hmm. it's like, okay. That's perfect. That makes a ton of sense. Yeah. Now you realize that that's not what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. um, and it's not nothing too big because obviously like our advice comes into play. But it's like it's their, it's mainly about their lifestyle, like the lifestyle they, they want to live. I right. feel like. Yeah. Um, so I think that they, they realize things. I think it's it's just a whole process. Mm -hmm. um, and that's the thing. That's what you have to date. You have you to date to collect stay, data. Yeah. You can't yeah. stay... Um, like saying like no, I'm just gonna date one person. That person's gonna be it. No, right. like you have to build a muscle. You have to know what you want. You have to understand what you don't want. You have yeah. to go through the whole thing and then be ready. Yeah, and I also think the nice thing about matchmaking is you know the, with the paradox of choice because we're not a dating app. We're very curated yeah. and we're gonna do our work with you, understand what you're looking for, and then go out and find it. But also use our judgment. And, you know, as we're interviewing people, looking at what's going to make you like, who are you going to be compatible? So it's a combination of you trusting us with, you know, us finding what you're actually looking for. And I think that, you know, the paradox of choice says the more options you have, the worse decisions you make. Mm -hmm. And so that's where we come in and we're going to put one person in front of you at a time. And I think that's really magical. And even with one of our success stories we had, I remember Cassandra showed her the picture of, of the guy that we matched her with. And she was like, oh, no, he looks like a serial killer. I don't know if yeah. I should go on a date with him. But Cassandra had met him in person. And she's yeah. like, no, he's like a really good looking guy. Mm -hmm. Like some guys just like don't take And not only photos. that, I think that is not only about like the way that they look. It's yes. Like, he was such a good guy. and. Mm -hmm. He was so intentional and yeah. he was amazing. And right now they're in a long-term relationship and they're going great. And it's like, like, trust us. Trust us <laughs> and trust the process. Trust the process, yeah. The, the photo is one piece of the puzzle, right? Mm -hmm. But also it's like, how do they show up? What are their intentions? Mm -hmm. Are they looking for something serious? Yeah. Because if somebody is truly looking for something casual, you're not going to be able to trick them into getting into a relationship with you and getting married within a year like what that's never gonna happen mm -hmm. so you have to honor your own timeline too mm -hmm. okay this person said how do you find potential dates for a client if another client isn't a match for them okay so we have a process mm -hmm. and so the first thing obviously in in a uh, perfect world everyone is our client right yep um but the thing is like again we're not a dating app and so a lot of things have to be aligned and we truly work hard on trying to find them what they're looking for and what's best for them. Mm -hmm. um, and so if a client is not it, we yeah. go through the list of clients that we have. Uh, then we go through our coaching clients mm -hmm. um, and then we go through our database and then we go out and try to find if none, if none of those people are a good match for a client, mm -hmm. then we go out. Um, but I think it's good to have those 
type of like levels just because of the type of commitment that these people have with us Mm -hmm. um again i'm client obviously they have like the full (laughs) commitment to us Mm -hmm. a coaching client same thing like we know they're serious about what they're doing um, yeah, and we know their personality. We've we're gotten, not, we've taken so much time with mm-hmm. them, so now we know who we're dealing with. Yeah, you totally. know, inside and out, inside and out, yeah. and like we, we are, we. I think it's better to when that happens because there's better, um, like the relationship is way better and mm-hmm. we can work harder on like coaching them because again we want them to get into relationships not only on the dates and so it's just it's just an easier process um then we go into our databases you know like we have a free uh database that you can be on um and then if none of those people are a good match then we go out and we're on linkedin so Cassandra and myself, we used to be headhunters. We actually met a few years back doing recruiting. And so we have a lot of contacts. I was more on the biotech tech side. She was more on the hedge fund, private equity, luxury real estate, banking side. And so we have this really expansive network. And then also we're going to multiple networking events every week where we're meeting people. We have a partnership with some sports agents. And so we really are working with high caliber people. And we get a lot of recommendations because... Mm -hmm. In the professional world, there's a lot of like mentor-mentee relationships too. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that we've learned is that a lot of these mentors who are already married, they understand that who you choose as your lifelong partner is one of the biggest decisions you'll ever make in your life. They can either send you on an upward trajectory or a downward spiral. Mm -hmm. And so you have to be really intentional. It can't just be like, oh my God, we have crazy, amazing sex. It has to be more than that. It has to be more than the picture. It it has to be we have family values we have aligned visions and goals we mm-hmm. you know what i mean the yeah. the deeper stuff and yeah. so they recommend their up-and-coming superstars from their businesses to us mm-hmm. yeah and even uh, in recruiting we used to see that all the time like if if we get a candidate a job is like have they talked to their wives about mm-hmm. it no they haven't yeah. they're not going to take the job you know, it's right. just as simple as that. Who you marry will be very influential on yeah. you. And like your family, your kids, mm-hmm. like that's going to come first before anything else, before your job, before yeah. anyone else, you know, like even your own parents, you know, I think it's just, it becomes like your immediate family. Yep. And so it's, it's just the most important thing in life. And so I think that a lot of people care that care about other people, mm-hmm. like their mentees or their, like you said, we, we work with them agents and they care about the decisions that their uh, athletes athletes make, make. Yep. so it, it, it only makes sense to um yep. to have a good connection for that yeah <laughs> totally let's go through some listener questions this person said i'm not getting any matches by sending likes or roses on hinge wtf i think that what you could do is you can update your profile your prompts and your photos make sure that those are amazing and then after that it's like okay like if you're in a city where the ratio is off and there's like for example in New York there's seven mm-hmm. women to one man okay then you're expanding your search by at least 100 miles maybe 200 oh, miles mm-hmm. you're open to dating people maybe a little bit older if you you know it, it depends on what age you are we honestly need more information right. and we could cover that with you know coaching as well but yeah I think that if you're getting absolutely no inbound back then you need to kind of widen your parameters and we're not Mm -hmm. saying lower your standards we're saying widen your your search and your parameters Mm -hmm. also dating apps should be one third of the search so make sure that you have an amazing dating app and you're 
doing that daily and using that daily, but also you're going out in public because maybe you're somebody who's not as photogenic. No worries. Then you should be, you know, going to hotel bars, lobbies, steakhouses, wherever to go out and meet people, IRL, tennis clubs, Mm -hmm. run clubs. You know, if you're not a big drinker, no worries. There's plenty of like community classes, you Mm -hmm. know, places to meet, charity, galas, et cetera where you could be out and about meeting people and then asking people like, will you invite me to the the next party you host? You know, I'm trying to network more. Will Mm -hmm. you invite me out and about? And so like having that three pronged approach or hiring a matchmaker Mm -hmm. as well, but like having that three pronged approach is really important, but also like starting with making sure that your photos and your prompts are good. Yeah. I think that's definitely number, number one step. And Mm -hmm. then if that doesn't work, okay, then, it's a deeper issue there, yeah. Right, and and it takes a lot of it takes a lot to understand what the problem is, mm-hmm. um, and that's where you probably need someone who can help. Yeah, you. and are are you prioritizing the right things? Because actually, there are more men than women on dating apps, mm-hmm. and so a lot of women are like, "There's no men out there," and it's like, on the dating apps, there's actually quite a few men. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, maybe they're not all the <laughs> men you think you want to end up with. Yeah, but, um, okay. But they could be amazing, though. They could be, mm-hmm. and they you could have to give people a chance, right? I think I think a lot of people don't give people a chance, and that's a little that's a little sad to me. Mm. Um, like, give people a chance. Yeah, there are some really great guys up there that are five eight, five nine. You know? Oh, totally. Or five seven, five yeah. six. Like, honestly, when you're laying down, it doesn't matter <laughs> how tall they are. Yeah. And when you have, like, the beautiful family that you've always wanted mm-hmm. and you have the aligned visions and goals and you're both financially, co- like, compatible, who cares about a few how inches? How tall are the Jonas Brothers? They're short. They're short. short yeah. And everyone dies over them. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. Like, I think height is the most irrelevant statistic. I think it tells you nothing about the person. Mm-hmm. Even besides they were born with those genetics <laughs> but it's like and yeah. everyone wants to feel small and I get it but it's also like if you want to feel small then like hit the gym mm-hmm. you know that's that's a feeling you can give to yourself yeah so a diet yeah <laughs> this, <laughs> this is the savage part of us we're like if you want to feel small then like yeah. do the things that that you can do to feel small yeah. but like don't make a man make you feel small mm-hmm. you know this person said, how do I know if someone is out of my league? I think this is an interesting question. I want to hear what your thoughts are first. Um, how do I know if someone is out of my league? I don't know. I don't think that there are leagues. I think there mm-hmm. are stereotypes, and I think that there are expectations. Mm-hmm. And so let's say that you are a very fit person, either a guy or a woman, you will probably want to be with someone who also hits the gym with you or mm-hmm. would also get up at 6 a.m. or 7 a.m. to hit the, like, Orange Theory with you, yeah. right? That's just, like, that's who you are and that's who you want to be with. Mm-hmm. So if someone who's not that active, for them to be like, oh, I want to be with the guy who hits Orange Theory seven days a week, I think that's a little... That I don't think that match makes sense. 
So I think that I a lot of times it's like that kind of like out of the league, mm. which is like not necessarily. I think it's just like different likings. Yeah. And I also think that at the end of the day, dating is truly about your connection and your dynamic with that person. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why sometimes you see a couple and you're like, oh, I don't really I wouldn't really put the two of them together. But they might have a lot in common. Exactly. And mm-hmm. their dynamic together is magical. Right. And like as a third party looking from the outside in, you're like, that doesn't really make sense. But like, you don't know what they're like behind closed doors together. Mm -hmm. And so like, don't be so caught up in leagues, be more caught up in like finding somebody who fits really well with you and who you have an amazing connection with. Right. Yeah. And I have a lot of friends who are like, they're both really active or even friends who she's not active and he is Mm -hmm. like, like literally both ends of the spectrum, but it works for them. Mm-hmm. Or even like Sam and I are not like that that active. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but it works for us, you know. Yeah. And I th- I don't think some like I just I just think that you have to be with someone who you could have like the, a similar routine, um, and that could work for you guys. Yeah. But I think that that's when people are like, oh, like I'm out of his league, or I think that's a little like high school. Yeah, I do too. And I think that one thing that we've noticed too is that. A lot of the women women and men, and maybe this is more women, but a lot of them are like, you know, we're all in our 30s now. And they're like, oh, these men are looking so old. And it's like, but we're all aging too. That is, like, that is such a truth. Yeah. We have been... Um, and, and just in general, this is, these are, these are just trends that we see mm. overall Yeah, uh, because we are always, every time we go out, we literally talk about dating, yeah. no matter who we are with. Yeah. So it's just like data that we collect mm-hmm. everywhere we go. I think that when you're in your thirties and you're not dating as often, yeah, your mind is still a little bit like from college yeah like you want early 20s yeah and you get fixated on this guy that like looks like a 25 year old but now you're 35 and he is also 35 so what is he actually looking like Mm -hmm. and so now you're 35 dating 36 37 maybe 38 Mm -hmm. and these guys look old they don't look 25 right and so a lot of women are like they, they they are so old and it's like, yes, they are. But like, so are you. But like with people, so are like, you. Like yeah. I'm 32. I understand that. Like, like yeah. I, you know, I don't want to date somebody with a baby, baby face because I understand that I'm past that age group. I think that's a little bit of like, I think it's a little bit of like the fact that you don't grow with that person because I even see pictures of me and Sam mm. and we look so young. Yeah, when you first six, met. Yeah, six yeah. years ago. And it's like, I don't see it because we've been together for so long. True. And it's like, maybe if I saw him now, I'll be like, oh my God, he looks a little old. He's a little old. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's like the fact that you grow together. But I think that that's why you have to always keep dating mm-hmm. to always like, realize that age like that age difference you know like mm-hmm. now you're 31 and you're dating 31 year olds now you're 32 and you're dating 32 year olds mm-hmm. like you like you can't stop otherwise like you get stuck in the past you right know? right and then you're gonna be dating nobody yeah. because the world will keep going like your mind will still your, be when you were 25 and now you're 35 totally totally that's so crazy. and again it's like it's not when you're dating it's not, i always tell people it's not build a bear like you can't like build the perfect man you're not buying a tesla and choosing the 
you know, camel Perfect. interior and the white exterior. Like, it's a person, like, you know, and so are you, and nobody's perfect. Yeah. I mean, I know I'm basically perfect, but, <laughs> like, besides me. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Um, this person said, so drained by guys saying they want another date and then ghosting advice. Um, To that, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious. Just keep moving. Mm-hmm. Um, if they say they do, but they don't hold their worth to it it's fine guys don't always say what they mean sometimes they just say things we've even seen it with our matchmaking clients where a guy will be like yeah like i had an amazing time but no thank you but no thank you and we see that more with men where they're like yeah it was a great date but nope i'm not interested Mm -hmm. their minds are a little bit more (laughs) black and white but it's fine it's like yeah thank you for letting me know actually yeah it's like i'm glad that is this a second date third date perfect amazing don't don't call me again you're not you're not the kind of guy i want to date no because you're not interested you're not being consistent you're not doing all the things that matter to me so thank you and uh please stay away (laughs) and and good day sir yeah and like if someone's not consistent you don't want them yeah you want somebody who is consistent and committing to you yeah i'm Um, gonna yeah i'm gonna go uh like we're gonna go out tomorrow night and you guys go out tomorrow night mm -hmm. and we're gonna do this next week and you guys do that next week that's what you're looking for someone who's like committed to that what they are saying they're gonna do because one thing is and they follow through and they follow through because one thing is like the things that we say and another very very different are the things that we do Mm. so the things that we do are the ones that matter not the things that we say i concur (laughs) um this person said why don't men approach me that's a tricky one because we would need to like talk to her. Yeah. But like high level, do you see any trends? Um, I would say, um, where? Number one. Where are you? Where are you? Where 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 are they not approaching approaching you at a bar? Mm-hmm. Um, at a coffee shop at work. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it depends on the on the context, and it also depends who you're with. Are you with like a ton of other girls? I think I read this in the book, and it's like. No, a guy will not, or even like it depends on on who they who those guys are with, mm. because I think that a lot of guys are afraid of failure. Yeah, and so if they if they are with their friends, they don't want to be rejected. They in front don't want to be rejected rejected in front of their friends. Yeah. So um, it could. There's so many reasons why mm-hmm. that it's like, it, and and they're not bad reasons. You know, they're not because people are bad and like they don't like you or there. It has probably nothing to do with you or what you look like or being like pretty or not pretty or too big or whatever which is probably what what we are all thinking Mm -hmm. you know that we don't look good enough yeah um I think it it, it's way beyond that it's more about your energy I always say like when possible try to go places alone or if you go out with with someone make sure you just bring one friend and you both have the intention of working the room and meeting other people so it's not a time that you're catching up with your friends socially it's like Mm -hmm. we're going out tonight to meet people and we have each other's back but in general like I would also say don't bring your competition to the bar with you so if your friend is the same exact look as you but maybe slightly prettier. Don't bring that friend. Also, it could bring be someone your, who's opposite. Also, it could be your your energy. Like maybe you just got out of work and like you're at the bar and you're like, oh my god, like so stressed and but I need to meet someone. <laughs> yeah, and like you're wearing like your suit and like you're not mm. even like looking like sexy. It's like, mm. I mean, and not 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 sexy, but like 
sexy. No, because here's another thing. <laughs> Dating really is about romance. The appearance piece of the puzzle is like a lot of guys, like the appearance gets you in the door and then the personality and who you are deep down is what makes people stay. Mm-hmm. And so like even like simple things like doing your hair, doing your makeup, putting on a fresh outfit. This person said, um, talk uh, talk to us about the pullback phase I feel like this is a consistent theme in dating, specifically men. What is a pullback phase? So when men pull back because... Okay, so this is kind of going back to men are from Mars, women are from Venus. Mm -hmm. And men have like this deep emotional need for independence. And Mm -hmm. so whenever a man is getting into a relationship, all men at some point panic a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. And that's when the pullback happens. And just know that they will come back and they we talk about the rubber band theory i think it's not only like they uh, like that they mm, freak out i think it's mainly like they have different ways of dealing with their issues mm. that they need to step back a little bit to take care of business to take care of business and i think that a lot of times us women are like what are you doing why are you stepping away like yeah. no like come here and like give me attention and it's like do you not like me anymore and like all these things and it's like he just needs a minute to breathe yeah you know? like, that's the pullback that's yeah. a pullback just let him go and you stay where you are and you stay where you are yep. you're confident you know who you are you know uh, your values know your, your values you know he likes you because mm-hmm. he's there for a reason you have the data you have to the- back it up <laughs> You have the data, which you put in the journal, probably. Probably. Um, And so it's like, he'll come back when he's ready. Mm-hmm. And if he doesn't come back, then you then maybe you do have to do a little, a little bit more research into, like, what happened. Mm. You know? I think that there's always a reason. Um, but I think most of the times, and in the, in, in the part that, it's like, the part that you're referring to is, like, that pulling back because they, they, they have different ways of dealing with issues or things or whatever Mm -hmm. you know but they will always come back I feel like they will and like but like the going back to the rubber band theory is that they will own like it's best to stay where you are or even take a step back Mm -hmm. because that creates the tension of the snapback Mm -hmm. whereas if they're going this way and then you're following them into their man cave Mm -hmm. that's where like there's no tension created for the rubber band to snap back yeah and so again like have self-respect like know your know your worth know your confidence know he likes you he's just going away to retreat to take care of some internal problem maybe external you don't know what's going on and like you can still communicate through it like you don't have to self-abandon and not like ask him if everything's good or whatever you can still check in like don't you think yeah totally I think that I mean asking questions is definitely fair yeah not over asking questions and I think that a lot of times we freak out Mm. and it's like just understand where they're where they're coming from if they're like not right now then okay not right now got it you know got it but also don't be like a week like two weeks of like not right now (laughs) and it's like then what are we doing yeah and I think one thing that we work with with a lot of our clients is understanding how to self self soothe and like when a guy is retreating instead of throwing a tantrum and self-sabotaging and doing a bunch of protest behaviors, like calling them a million times, texting them a bunch, Mm -hmm. ending it. Like some people will just be like, oh, he's out, I'm out. And like they can't handle that little bit of ambiguity and the unknown. I think a good time for me is like three days. 
I think that I think that's in the book. I think you, they mm-hmm. they talk about like three days, and it, I and I feel like also like guys feel respected mm-hmm. when you let them go and solve their own problems. Go and solve their own problems because the worst thing you can do is try to solve your partner's problems for them. Mm-hmm. Um, women appreciate it more when the guy comes in as the problem solver, but men need they have a very primal need to know that. The woman respects him and thinks Mm -hmm. he's competent. And so when you go in and try to mother him in those moments, you're actually sabotaging the relationship. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, everything we're talking about is from men are from Mars. Women are from Venus. It's a really dense book, but it's written by a psychologist and we both have read it and we both really like it. Awesome. Yeah. How to navigate dating for the first time at 30. She dealt with trauma and avoided it and now is unsure how to talk about it on dates. If a guy asks about the last relationship, she feels like men will judge that she has like a lack of experience. Okay. I think it's all about how you put it out there. Okay. Because you, you yes, you have to own your truth. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, yes, it's lack of experience. Right? So it, it is it 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 is all true. Mm-hmm. So you have to own it. Yeah. And I think a really good way to do it is just like say like, oh, um, yeah, like I don't know, maybe something like my last relationship was a while ago, you know? Um, like don't go into deep deep details like they're yeah. just asking you like oh like when was your last relationship oh I, a while ago you know a while ago a while ago um and it's like now i'm like in a well, different life in a di- <laughs> yeah <laughs> a you really don't- long time ago i think i think that a lot of times like we want to just like explain ourselves mm-hmm. and we don't have to never explain never complain never explain like Mm -hmm. no you don't have to tell anyone you have been on a second day that they're asking when was your last long-term relationship i mean honestly like why are they asking number one Mm -hmm. but it's fine a while back a while back it's fine like they're not asking have you had any trauma uh can you tell me exactly when that was you know and it's like and they will understand and i think a guy who respects you probably won't ask that question or if they respect you, they won't keep asking more questions. Right. I think that it's a common question that comes up. And yeah. even like with the guy I'm seeing right now, I asked him the other day, I was like, what were all of your fights with, you know, with your past relationships? Like what were like the major fights? Which I think is actually a really juicy question. Mm-hmm. Um, but also maybe not the best question now that I'm thinking about it in real time. Um, <laughs> but like if he would have been like, yeah, we just like we like fought a lot or we didn't fight much and he like left it at that. Like I respect him enough where I would not have kept like poking and prodding. Come on, tell me more. Yeah. Like I wouldn't No, Like I, you get I your would, answer. Yeah. And then you move on. And everyone can answer in whatever way is comfortable. Mm-hmm. And so just like deliver it, be confident. It was a while back. Leave it there. Yeah. And then as you get to know him and maybe like, you know, deeper into the relationship a year in whatever maybe not quite a year. It depends on the relationship and yeah. the dynamic. You can start to go into different layers of who you are. Yep. But I think prematurely telling people who don't deserve your deepest secrets or your biggest insecurities, telling them on like a first or second date, like they're not a rabbi or a priest. Like you don't owe them anything. And also it's not a bad thing. I think, again, it's just the truth. Yeah. I think it's just, is your truth. You're judging that. You're judging it you're in judging a way. You're judging yourself. Yeah. I think it's like, I have never had a boyfriend. It's fine. And it, yeah, I mean that's that's your journey. Yep. And you're ready to have one now. And it's like don't let that define you, the fact that you didn't have a boyfriend. Right. Maybe you do like some experience, but maybe go see a dating coach. 
go do this like earn like um like earn your stripes no no <laughs> no <laughs> <I'm> like whoa <laughs> no like be empowered by who you are yeah don't be let proud the, of who you be are be proud of who you are you've overcome trauma yeah that's you amazing. overcome all these and things now you're ready yes so i think that that's that's the thing like don't let that define you because it's a negative thing to define you yeah. um it's all about how you put it out in the world like everyone has a past everyone has history everyone has like everyone has a story so it's True. like own it. it it it's what made you who you are today yeah and you should love who you are today yeah give yourself a little self-love yeah um okay this has been amazing um so thanks again for tuning in today we're so <laughs> excited about our matchmaking our journal our course and our coaching you can find all this yeah at our website yep um that cassandra built <laughs> it's marklove.com yep. um and you can find the link to our website in in our social media mm-hmm. um on our linkedin yeah um or just like clicking and don't wait to date like i think that's the last message i want to end with today is Mm -hmm. so many of our clients are like i don't know if right now is the right time and i think the biggest mistake people make is thinking that there is a right time yep you have the present moment now nothing's guaranteed and like life is always busy there's always a new promotion coming along there's Mm -hmm. always a family thing that's gonna happen but if you really want a partner and you really want to prioritize your love life do it now that's I mean, that's like a little like sappy, but <laughs> no, just I just do think it. it's so yeah. important. If just it's, go ahead. Yeah, go, go, go ahead. Come on. <laughs> okay. Just thank you, it. Cass. Yeah. Thank okay. you. Bye.